Hi, I'm Ashley, and you are listening and watching Confidence in Coffee. What if I was to tell you that you can find confidence despite any of your circumstances, good or bad? I'm going to help you navigate the waters of womanhood, whatever season that is in, whether it's marriage, singleness, or you're drowning in children. I'm going to help you find confidence and hope through Christ. I'm going to leave you with plenty of encouragement and practical tips to overcome those limiting beliefs so you can live a life well. Plus, (laughs) you know we're going to find a few laughs along the way. So grab your favorite cup of coffee and join me as we chat confidence in coffee. Hi, friends. Welcome to Confidence in Coffee. My name is Ashley Henriot. I'm so glad you're here. If you're new here, hey. Listen, ah, what you're going to get here is encouragement and maybe a few. It's real. Life is messy, right? So let's just embrace the mess and know that Christ is the best and that he is leading the way. And that's what I want to encourage you with today. I want to encourage you with that you can find confidence despite your circumstances, that you can walk confidently in your calling because God already had a purpose for you. No matter what your past says, no matter what people say, no matter what your trauma, no matter what you've been through, God has a calling on your life. And so that's what I want you to walk away from when you listen to this podcast is confidence knowing that Christ has got you, okay? Christ has got you. And so I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, we are going to be talking about what manifestation is. So we have been talking about, you know, daily affirmations. We have been talking about uh, what is it? What is a daily affirmation? What is a biblical daily affirmation? And how can it be used negatively when Christians shouldn't use it, when it's involved around self? We have talked about prayer. We have talked about boundaries. We have talked about people-pleasing. And we are just not messing around this year. We're not messing around this year in confidence and coffee. Uh, This new season has been phenomenal. The guests have been phenomenal. And so I'm not going to stop. No, no. So we are going to be talking about manifestation. What is manifestation? Why should we be aware or weary of manifestation? Is it biblical? Is it a Christian thing to do? But before I go into that, right now, if you are watching on YouTube, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button right now, okay? If you are listening on anywhere you listen to podcasts, Google, Spotify, Apple, wherever. There's so many platforms. I want you right now to stop, go leave a rating and a review, share it with a friend because this is going to be good. And listen, that little bit of thing, that little second that you took to subscribe and leave a rating, a review, a comment, whatever, you have no idea who that's going to benefit because it pushes it out for other people to see it. So you're already building the kingdom of God and just that little bit of thing. Isn't that so cool? So stop right now. Go do that. And now let's get into manifestation. Now, recently, the topic of manifestation has been coming up often on social media and among friends. Um, There's this movie. It's called The Secret. 
and it strongly promotes manifestation. Maybe you've heard of it. I've seen little bits of it on TikTok. It's based on the belief that one's thoughts can directly change their life. Now, it was a cute movie. I'm not going to lie. And I am all about thinking positively. And we talked about what is a healthy, positive way of thinking, renewing your mind, a biblical way to do it. Uh, but I recognize the concepts of manifestation and law of attraction promoted um, in that movie had a lot of red flags. And it just was really sad on my heart when I see it. A few of my Christian friends have mentioned manifestation and wonder, what is the big deal? A lot of creator friends, okay, I'm manifesting it right now. You know, it kind of sounds like name it, claim it, right? That prosperity gospel that I have personally had to deconstruct myself. And they ask if we get, you know, what is the big deal? We get what we want from manifesting. Well, first off, it's around self. And I have had a lot, I've had a few people not you, but a few people say, wouldn't that ultimately be from God since God wants to give us the desires of our heart? Have you heard that? Is it true that God gives us the desires of our hearts, but that it is after he changes our desires to reflect his desire? God doesn't give us everything we desire with our flesh because he often has better for us. Okay, write that down. God doesn't give us our desires because he has better with the desires that he replaces that he gave us. I want you to understand what manifestation is and how it is very similar to the law of attraction and why Christians should avoid these practices. Now, what is manifestation? Spiritual manifestation is the theory that through regular meditation and positive constructive thought, you can make your dream and desires become reality. Included in spiritual manifestation is the thought that not only what you believe can happen will happen, but if you dwell on what you don't want to happen, then it can happen too. The law of attraction is very similar. It suggests that positive thoughts bring positive results to one's life, while negative thoughts bring negative results. You're probably familiar with this, right? In both of these, the belief is that the more you think about something happening, the more it is likely to happen. My friend explained manifestation like this. If you want something, you can just set your mind on it and say only positive affirmations like, I will get that job. I will be with that person. I will get that car. If you think to yourself over and over that you want a certain job, you will get that job. If you think about the person you want to be with, then you can be with them. If you focus on something you want so badly, then you can have it. You can manifest what you want with your thoughts. In a lot of ways, there's truth and science behind it. And it has, it's proof that it has worked for people. According to Psychology Today, research shows that our expectations, positive or negative, tend to be confirmed. If we expect to bring our idea of life or reach our goal, we're more likely to. So what is the problem with manifestation? Well, let's read Proverbs 3, 5, 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. 
Manifestation goes against what Proverbs 3, 5, 6 says. We end up leaning on ourselves and our own understanding. We do not acknowledge God or his path for us. And if I can, I if stop for a second, that's like healing. So I think I've shared the story before, but what tends to happen with the prosperity or name it, claim it gospel uh, is that if you say, I'm going to be healed from that cold, then you should be healed. And if you're not, then you don't have enough faith. So it's all about reflection of self. But let's say you do get healed. You had cancer and you healed from it, but somebody else's child didn't. What do you say to them? They didn't have enough faith, even though they prayed for their child every day. No, God's ways are not our ways. We cannot understand his ways. We were never meant to. And if we put God in a box and say, you know what? Name it, claim it. You don't have enough faith. It's condemning. It is condemning. And that is not God's nature at all. Now, understanding that, understanding that we lean or leaning on ourselves can be so dangerous because it is centered in self, not centered in Christ. More specifically, manifestation puts our timing over God's timing and puts the things we want above God. And finally, it makes the manifester God. Scary, right? You probably have heard it before. I'm not, I don't like to name pastors. I don't like to name prosperity pastors, but there's a lot of them out there. And you'll notice that a lot of them talk about money, 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 or you're your own God. Like these, these are red flag words that you need to watch out for. And I should have said them on another episode of affirmations, but we're saying it now. You'll hear, uh, I'm supposed to be rich and successful or I, God needs me. God doesn't need you. You need God. God wants to be with you. I am my own God because God lives within me. Those are dangerous things. You are basically, and manifestation is a manipulation tactic of God. You're trying to manipulate your plans to be God's plans. You're trying to be God, right? Let's swallow that for a second. Let's swallow that for a second. Manifestation puts our timing over God's timing. Let's talk about that. When we manifest something, we are trying to make it happen for ourselves and our own timing. We think we know what is best for us and that we know better than God, but God has a better plan for us and he has a much better timing. Isaiah 55, 8, 9, we put our will above God's will when we should be saying, thy will be done. Thy will be done. It is not wrong to want things or make plans, but we have to submit it all to God. God is still ultimately in control and we must trust him. Go to Proverbs 19.21 where it talks about trusting the God, trusting God with all of your heart. Have you ever looked back at things that you wanted and didn't get and realized it worked out should, how it should? It actually might have worked out better. Amen. Maybe you thought that you should marry the ex-boyfriend in high school, but now you're looking, you're like, thank you, God, that didn't work out. Right? It's and now you have an amazing man, an amazing life. It's better than you could imagine. That is because God's ways are higher than our ways. 
sometimes we have to wait because God is preparing us for something or someone better than we want now. God is already in it. God has already made his purpose and his plan. He's preparing you for the purpose. Do you understand what I'm saying? Manifestation puts the things we want above God. Some of the steps of manifestation, including focusing on what we want, asking the universe for it, working towards it, and trusting that we will get it. Everything we think and do in these steps is set on what we want. This means none of our focus and attention are on God. In the Bible, God commands us not to worship idols and to give glory to God alone. I don't think that we can be giving God glory if we are giving glory to what we want. What is that? Idolization. You're idolizing it. When we manifest something, we pay attention to it more than we pay attention to our relationship with God. In this way, we are making it an idol. We are giving our desires the time, attention, and glory that we should be giving to God. Now, there is something wrong. There is, I'm sorry, there is nothing wrong with wanting something and working for it. There is nothing wrong with wanting something and working for it. But again, God should always be at the center. Manifestation makes the manifester God. So we're going to go back to this for a minute. As Christians, we desire something. We pray to God for it. However, through manifestation, we don't look to God. We look to ourselves. So even if we do end up getting what we want and we are going to thank God, probably not because we made it happen for ourselves. When people manifest, they put their trust in the process. And when they think they make their desires happen, they don't express gratefulness to to God. Instead, their gratitude is turned towards themselves, what they want, what their flesh desires. They are trusting in themselves rather than trusting in God. And God says in the Bible, to come with a grateful heart, to thank God for what he's already done. That that right there sets you up for contentment, that no matter what, God is good and his, and his word and his will for your life is good. Manifestation could lead Christians to believe that there is no need for God, only themselves and their thoughts. The Bible says this in Deuteronomy 8, 17 through 18. Beware. Let, lest you say in your heart, my power and my might of my hand have gotten me this wealth. You shall remember the Lord, your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may confirm his covenant to man and God, that he swore to your fathers as it is this day. And wealth that he gives you isn't for you. Most of the time, In the Christian community, when God gives you wealth, it is for the kingdom. It is for kingdom. And also, God's not going to give you something you can't handle. If you want money, if money is the center, like possessions are the center, that's dangerous. God says in the Bible that if, if your heart is on possessions, then your heart is not with God. You cannot love money and love God manifestation, it does work. This is why millions are practicing it. 
Let's be real. However, here it is. Manifestation is demonic. Our common enemy disguises himself as an angel of light and gives us the things we want, but they will ultimately lead to our destruction. He has done this since the beginning of time. The enemy himself has went to Jesus in the desert and he offered him everything in the world. I will give you all of this if you bow down and worship me. He's doing it to you. He hasn't stopped doing that. And he covers himself up and he gives you all these things because it's worshiping him. He knows what he's doing because they're possessions. If the things we're receiving are not from God, then they are from the enemy. It's that simple. Manifestation is not a harmless thing to do. It pulls you far from God and opens you up to demonic influences. What is the difference between manifestation and prayer? At the beginning of this conversation, I alluded to the fact that friends thought prayer and manifestation were interchangeable. They were the same. But however, they're very different. Prayer is about submission and dependence on God. Manifestation is about self-sufficiency. When we pray, we recognize God's sovereignty. When we manifest, we make ourselves God. When we pray, we humbly ask God for what we need. But when we manifest, we put our desires above God's will. Prayer includes the possibility of not getting what we want or needing to wait for what we desire. However, in manifestation, we look to get things in our own timing. So here's what we do instead. There's hope, friends. Maybe you're sitting here like, wow, I I manifest thinking it was harmless. You're not alone. You're not alone. But he, there's hope. There is hope. So this is what I want you to do instead. Okay? Pray. Pray and ask God for the desires of your heart and seek him for help in receiving it. Pray for patience and understanding so that you can know God's will. Submit to God and do not lean on your own desires. Become more important. Don't let your own desires become more important than God's will. Finally, trust that God wants what is best for you. And he is in control. He already laid out the plan. He's just preparing you for it. And listen, he can give you more than what you or the universe can because he created both of you. So if you are a Christian and you have participated in manifestation, here's what you can do, okay? Repent. Renounce your actions. Turn to God and submit to him. I'm going to drop some Bible verses as those four actions that I asked you to do. I want you to go and read those Bible verses. I'm going to drop them in the show notes for you. Listen, that was heavy, right? It seems harmless. Daily affirmations, if we're not careful, they are also demonic and dangerous. 
this flesh, we battle with it all of the time, daily. It's never going to stop until Jesus comes back. We are always going to battle in our mind and battle with this flesh. We are selfish by nature, right? I mean, my moms out there who have children, all your children care about are themselves. And that's okay because they're children, they're innocent, but subconsciously, they're selfish. We as humans are selfish. But because of Jesus and what he did on the cross, unselfishness, his unconditional love that we were so undeserving of, it can transform us. That's the power of what Jesus did. And so I encourage you to be transformed. Reflect on your prayer life. What are you praying about today? Is it to build the kingdom or to build your bank account? Is it to feel better or be better? Is it to glorify God or is it to glorify yourself? These are questions we've all had to ask ourselves. As part of the spiritual walk, you are not alone. Do not go and condemn yourself. Instead, pray. Thanks for listening to Confidence and Coffee. Listen right now. Subscribe right now. Go to YouTube. Subscribe to Confidence and Coffee, Ashley Henriot. Okay, share it on social media. Social media is my game, y'all. I love my community there. I want to see who is listening and where. Share it. Share a picture. Share what what your aha moment was, what motivated you. I want to share it with you. I want to celebrate you. I want to connect with you. So if you're listening to this now, I want to see you go over there. Now, I'm also, with those Bible verses, with where you can connect with me, I'm going to drop my community. It's exciting. Okay, it's Confidence and Coffee community where we have retreats, we have live coaching calls, you get daily text messages, and we talk about things in your spiritual life, in your personal life, in your financial life, in your marriage, all the things that you really genuinely need to be confident in to walk out your calling and this Christian life with God confidently. Okay, so I want to help you with those things. Check it out. I hope to see you there. I love you guys, and I will see you next Tuesday on Confidence and Coffee.